Good morning. It is February 14th, 2022. I'm Corey Warren, and this is Marketing with Morals. Each week, hear key takeaways about my day-to-day work with e-commerce brands around the globe. All right, so today we're talking about the big game. The big game just happened, and what a great game it was out in L.A. Everything was pretty cool. I, you know, really didn't care. You know, Tom Brady wasn't in it, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I cared more about the halftime show than I did anything else. But, hey, you know, uh, our, our plant-based family, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, potatoes. We had like a potato bar. So, you know, you got all your cheese and your sour cream and all that fun stuff, and, uh, you know, you just dress up a bunch of potatoes and have fun. But uh, we're here to talk about the big money that was spent on the commercials. Is it worth it? Well, let's talk about that. I mean, it all depends, right? I don't have like an exact answer, but I want to think about a couple things um, at a high level. So, you know, I was reading through Apple News recently, and I found this snippet in an article from the San Diego Union Tribune. It was pretty interesting. Listen to this. Advertising during the Super Bowl creates brand impact. It helps shape a brand's image with a mass and live audience that is wrapped and engaged emotionally. People talk about the ads in the following days, and also it's lodged in their collective memories, and the ads help create longer-term brand likability, which positively influences our purchase decisions in the future. Okay, now, look, if you have the bucks, there's no doubt that spending money will help you with brand awareness. But how can you measure the impact of brand awareness? Now, hands down, like word of mouth is the strongest or one of the strongest forms of marketing. And it has been for decades, probably since ever, right? So, you know, brand awareness, let's talk about it. You got press releases, billboards, uh, big game commercials fall into this bucket, of course. And these are all great opportunities, but how do you quantify it? Okay, that's what we want to talk about because sometimes it's super, super expensive. Now, listen, you could look at a lot of, you know, direct website data, okay? You could look at the number of people that have come to the site. Uh, You could also look at sales, of course, or if you have an app, you could look at uh, new users. Um, You know, if you have an app like Uber Eats, that's going to be important to you, okay? But there's a few data points that you could measure, but you're never going to get 100% accuracy. And quite honestly, that's anywhere you go right now, post iOS 14, uh, 14.5 to be more specific, that ROAS or that return on ad spend is going to be difficult to get a hundred percent accuracy on. So what do we do, right? Well, I have one way to think about it. And this is kind of how I talk to my clients. This is how we talk about, you know, ROAS at the beginning uh, or at the end of each month. And I want you to think about it too. Okay. So just, just something to think about. Uh, If you sell a direct-to-consumer product that's sold on a website, there's no doubt that you've probably heard of the term MER, or Marketing Efficiency Rating, M-E-R, all right? It's quite simply the total gross revenue divided by the total in paid marketing across all of your platforms. All right, so let's say you got $100,000 in a month in revenue. You spent $50,000 to uh, make that $100,000. You'd be looking at a 2.0 MER. Okay, now that would be the minimum for where you want to be if you're an established brand, especially if you're trying to scale, right? Um, Ideally, you want that to be your lowest mer ever. 
uh, if you're an established brand, if you're just starting off, obviously you have a zero mer because you have nothing. Okay. Um, I'm guessing in your first, you know, couple months, you're going to be at a 0.5, maybe you hit a one, it's a miracle and you can start scaling early. You just never know. But ultimately for me, brand awareness falls into kind of like who cares money. All right. I'm being politically correct here. Right. I mean, sometimes we say F you money, right? I'm not, <laughs> not going to say that. Uh, although I just did. Who cares? The who cares money effect is what I refer to as money that we can spend on things like brand awareness and we don't have to worry about the impact on our bottom line. Now, I did here, I forget the name of the company, but there was one company that spent a significant amount of money last year on the Super Bowl. And this year they're like, man, you know, we're going to spend it on TikTok. I was like, wow, huge, huge. Okay. So, um, I think unless you have who cares money, you've really got to think about this. All right. I want you to think about spending money on a platform where your audience is currently residing and optimize it for two things, traffic and reach. All right. Because if you were going to spend that money on brand awareness, why not spend it on traffic and reach? Traffic is going to bring traffic to your website and reach is going to reach more people. Okay. Now, typically these are numbers that we don't look at to bring dollars in our pocket. You'd be right. That That's exactly right. It's not. But instead of spending millions of dollars on a one-shot thing during prime time in America, which is good if you've got it, okay? Why not look at every $1,000 you spend, how many people that brings to your site, and break that down, okay? Break it down by your website conversion rate. Find out how many people, if they come to your site, what percentage of people, is it 1%, 3%, 5%? I've seen 8%, which is unreal. Industry standard for most is about 3% conversion rate, okay? So that's something just that I want you to think about, okay? So let's go back. Let's just sum this all up. I'm no math major here, all right? But I know for sure that measuring data, even though it's less accurate than ever these days from a social media platform, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, sometimes LinkedIn, right? There's other platforms out there. Google, of course. Now YouTube, which is owned by Google, you get it. So I, I, if I can reach my audience and bring some relevant traffic and measure how much with, you know, 60, 70, sometimes 80% accuracy, depending on your plugin and your tracking. I think that right now for smaller businesses, businesses doing under 4 million a year, that is going to be a better play for you. So I just want you to think about it as the CEO. I want you to think about it and I want you to keep on making great data driven decisions. Now, listen, you can find deeper dive articles uh, just like this over on my LinkedIn profile. Just look for Corey Warren or C4 Social, C-O-R-Y, Corey Warren, uh, or our website, C4, the letter C, the number four, social.com. And if you're there, feel free to reach out. Let me know. There's a contact form. Let me know how I can help you. And um, unless I hear from you, I wish you all the best, and I hope that you and your business continue to spend dollars that are measurable, that are trackable, and that help you reach your year-over-year -year and 5, 10, 15, forever exit strategy goals. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing with Morals, and keep doing great things for your business. Bye.